Welcome, everyone. You're listening to Save Me an Isle Seat, the show that talks about musicals in an understandable and relatable way. I'm Katie, and I'm joined by my fellow musical enthusiasts, Amber and Kylie. Hello. Hi. Also joining us is our musical newbie, Matt. Yo. And what are we doing this week, Amber? This week, we are bringing you Mamma Mia. Yes. So, Mamma Mia is another jukebox musical. If you'll remember, we have talked about those before, like Moulin Rouge. So, it's like, you know, music that was already set, but it's used in the form of a musical. Yeah, it's a thing. Yeah. So, this one is based on ABBA music, which most people are probably very familiar with. But if you're not, ABBA is a Swedish pop dance group active in the 70s and 80s. They are one of the most popular international pop groups of all time. Wow. And actually, after the premiere of this musical, ABBA topped the charts again. <laughs> well, I'm not surprised. <laughs> yep, yep. Can't stop ABBA. So this musical was thought up by producer Judy Kramer and written by Katherine Johnson. So Benny Anderson and Bjorn Elvis, who wrote the music for ABBA, were also involved in this production from the very beginning, so that's pretty cool. Nice. The musical opened on the West End at the Prince Edward Theatre on April 6, 1999, and transferred to the Prince of Wales Theatre in 2004, and then to the Novello Theatre in 2012. It also opened in Toronto at the Royal Alexander Theatre in May 2000 and played for five years. Oh, It also wow. opened in California at the Orpheum Theatre in November of 2000, moved to the Schubert Theatre in February 2001, and then moved to the Cadillac Palace Theatre in May 2001, ending later that same year. All right. Wow. Yeah. Likes to move. It opened on Broadway at the Winter Garden Theatre on October 18th, 2001, moved to the Broadhurst Theatre in 2013, and then officially closed in 2015, playing a total of 5,773 performances. Nice. As of October 2017, it was the ninth longest-running Broadway show and the overall longest-running jukebox musical in Broadway history. Nice. Go, Mamma Mia. Wow. Wow. It had a Las Vegas showing from 2003 to 2009, and in 2005, became the longest-running musical in Las Vegas. It returned again briefly in 2014. There is no mention of a splash zone. Darn. But who knows? Love me a splash zone. Yikers. A North American tour ran from 2000 to 2004, and then another from 2002 to 2012. After that was a non-equity tour from 2016 to 2017. The first non-English version was in Germany, running from 2002 to 2007. Mamma Mia has played in over 50 countries and in 16 languages, everything from Argentina to Turkey. It has played consistently from its opening until now and has been seen by over 65 million people. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Big ol' wowza. That's a lot of peepers. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of peepers. Uh, today we are working off of the 1999 original cast recording. It's on Spotify and is in their show notes as always. And then also just a, a note, as this is a jukebox musical, you won't get the whole story from the music. You probably won't get any of it, so good luck. Yeah, <laughs> That's why we're here. Exactly. So Mamma Mia has been nominated for a bunch of awards, but has only won two of them. So it won a Laurence Olivier Award in 2000 and a Touring Broadway Award in 2003. That surprises me. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> but the show has continually received a positive response and great reviews, uh, not only for the ABBA music, of course, but also for its strong feminist overtones. Heck yeah. So it portrays a single motherhood, female sexuality... You know, no shame and promiscuity, there's female friendship, and there's asserts the belief that women should prioritize their goals over their marriage. So, nice. Power on. <laughs> Go women. Heck yeah. I'm sure most people also know this, 
but a film adaptation was released in July 2008 and starred Meryl Streep, Colin Firth, Pierce Brosnan, Amanda Seyfried, and more. It is a pretty good movie, if I do say so myself. At the time, the movie became the highest grossing live-action musical film of all time. Wow. It has since been beaten out, but that's still a pretty cool honor. Yeah. And then a prequel slash sequel, Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again, was released in 2018, which I also enjoyed. I don't know. They're, like, not super great movies, but I just have a soft spot in my heart for musical movies, I guess. Yeah, I, I will go uh, opposite of Amber's. I, I, don't, I don't like the movies. But it's it's bizarre. It's one of those movies that like I get a craving to watch again, even though I know it's not good. <laughs> it's one of those. It's like Twilight, you know. Uh-huh. Like I'm like, ah, man, I should watch Mamma Mia again. Then I watched. It, I'm like, why did I bother? <laughs> why did I have that thought? Yeah, I I don't know. They're simple and fun and easy to watch. I think that's kind of my perspective. Like that's fair. I I'm just not a fan of a. Uh, Amanda Seyfried's singing voice, personally. Mm. She does a, what I, I like to call the, the lamby voice. So she puts, like, too much vibrato <laughs> in, like, everything. I, yeah, I've always hated that. But <laughs> this is my personal thing. Okay, okay. Yeah, but, so we've got all that background stuff out of the way. Are we ready to jump into our act one? I don't know. I guess. So, act one. Before the curtain rises, the band plays an overture that is a montage of ABBA songs, starting us off strong. And then we start off with Sophie, a 20-year-old girl who lives on the Greek island of Calicari, and she is thinking about her upcoming wedding to her fiancé, Skye. She wants her father to walk her down the aisle, but she doesn't know who he is. She was raised by a single mother, Donna, and this song is a prologue. Honestly, like, I kind of get it, but also if you've never met the man, why would you want a stranger to walk you down the aisle? Yeah. It's a little yeah. weird. Like, let your mom walk you down. She's the one that raised you. Um, she can have her dream. Yeah, I guess, you know. So Sophie actually finds her mother's old diary and reads it. Rude. Which is rude, yes. Uh, And it describes intimate dates with three men, Sam Carmichael, Bill Austin, and Harry Bright, in the song Honey, Honey. So she assumes that one of these men has to be her father. And so she sends each of them a wedding invitation and signs it as from her mother. Sneaky, sneaky. I'm sure this won't cause any issues. Any drama. No drama at all. Smooth sailing. So guests start to arrive. Donna welcomes her longtime best friends to the island. So this is Tanya, who's a rich woman who has been through several marriages and is just very promiscuous and all about it. And Rosie, who is unmarried and just carefree. She's just cool. She cool. She chill. And three used to have a girl group called Donna and the Dynamos. And so they talk and catch up in the song Money, Money, Money. Nice. Also, hope you know that's going to be us in the future, you guys. (laughs) Yep. And Matt's there, too. Oh, thanks. I'm glad to be included. <laughs> He's the fourth girl in the Dynamos. <laughs> so later, the three possible fathers arrive. Sam is an American architect, Harry is a British banker, and Bill is an Australian writer and adventurer. Sophie tries to hide them away in the song Thank You for the Music, but Donna sees them and, surprised, leaves in tears in the flagship song Mamma Mia. Donna runs to Tanya and Rosie, explaining the situation to them. She doesn't even know who the father is because she was with the three of them in succession. They work to cheer her up in the song Chiquitita. That would make me smile. They try to convince her that she can still be the girl she once was in the song Dancing Queen, which is, I don't know, probably like the second most popular song of the show. Yeah, for sure. Slash ABBA. <laughs> yeah, it's just, ABBA is just a great hit. Mm-hmm. I hate that song. <laughs> 
Kylie is one of the few that does not like this song. Yeah, like ever since Even Stevens had that song, I'm like, I don't like that song. Wow, Even Stevens, what a throwback. Yeah, Ren sang that song. I did not like it. <laughs> Meanwhile, Sophie had been hoping she would instantly recognize which one was her father, but no such luck, because that's not how life works. She tries to tell her fiancé, Skye, without confessing what she did. Skye just tells her that he'll be the only man she ever needs. In the song, Lay All Your Love on Me. Which I get, but, you know. Mm -hmm. At the bachelorette party, Donna and the Dynamos perform, and the song is Super Trooper. Sam, Bill, and Harry accidentally walk in on the party, and everyone else convinces them to stay. And the song, Gimme, Gimme, Gimme. Which is, uh, I think, one of my favorite songs. Sophie pulls Sam aside first to talk to him, but ends up feeling guilty about it and runs off. She talks to Harry next, and he asks if her father's at the party, and she ends up confessing to him about the three of them. Sophie then talks to Bill, who tells her that he had an Aunt Sophia, who left money for Donna, who then used that money to build up her life here on the island. Oh. So they wonder if that means that he's her real father. Hmm. Who knows? Hmm. And so Sophie asks Bill to walk her down the aisle, but Bill wants to discuss it with Donna first. Fair. Sophie insists that they don't tell Donna anything yet, and eventually Bill agrees. And the song, The Name of the Game. Afterwards, the Bachelor group also crashes the Bachelorette party and it just becomes a big old showdown. And the party just continues on. Boop, boop, boop. So Sam pulls Sophie aside and says that he now realizes that he's her father and so he'll walk her down the aisle. Oops. Harry proceeds to do the same, announces that he's convinced that he's her father and he'll walk her down the aisle. Oops. So Sophie is super confused about this whole thing and doesn't want to turn any of them down. And this is the song Voulez-vous, and this ends Act 1. Oops. Oops. But it starts a whole lot oh, no, of drama. if it isn't the consequences of my own actions. <laughs> well, well, well. <laughs> yeah, um, so what are we feeling like for this one, you guys? It's ABBA. Woo! Woo! <laughs> Pretty classic drama build here. I mean, yeah. there's a secret and no one knows the answer. So, like, well, there's a couple secrets, right? Because, like, yeah, so... I think this one is is still pretty interesting because of the fact, like, no one's ever really quite done this kind of secret climax thing again. Mm -hmm. You know, no one's ever chasing after their possible dads, you know? So I think that's why this one kind of still sticks out story-wise. Mm -hmm. I like the drama. Yeah, the drama is, is very interesting. And, and yeah, the music, you know, it's definitely for... It's definitely a specific style. So if you don't like their style, I totally get why you don't like it. That'd be me. Some of it is very catchy. It is catchy. It's stuck in your head, that's for sure. Yes. I mean, it's, it's still one of those shows, like, it, it holds up, which is nice. Mm-hmm. For, for me, it's just very classic songs. and It's been a while. I think I've only ever seen the movie. Ah. Uh-huh. I'm not sure what the, how different the stage production feels. Yeah, I want to say that I watched it at the Muni. Okay. It would have been ages ago, but... I think, I'm pretty sure I've seen it on stage. But yeah, it is one of those classical shows that I'm pretty sure everyone knows exist. Mm-hmm. At least. Yeah. I don't think it's too far off from the movie either. I mean, like just going through all this plot stuff, like it's basically exactly what the movie is. So yeah. We got some facts. So here are some of your ABBA facts for today. The band began referring to themselves as ABBA as a joke, as it's actually the name of a Swedish fish canning company. <laughs> and they liked it so much that it stuck. All right. Yep. Okay. And then at the University of Alberta in 2015, Professor John Eason introduced a course entitled Mamma Mia, in parentheses, queer. I go again. It's centered on understanding ABBA from a cultural and sociological standpoint. ABBA is really gay culture in microcosm, says Eason. 
If you want to learn all about how ABBA exemplified escapism and inspired a marginalized community to live their dreams, get on out to Edmonton. It's an interesting take. Yeah. I mean, I I don't really, I don't know. I don't know if I see the parallels there, but I, I guess I have to take his course. Yeah, I feel like it would, it's a college course that I would take just because I'd be interest, like, interested. I'm curious on where, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but sure. Alrighty. Yay him. Just before we hop into our next chunk, we do want to mention that we have merch at www.ragtagnetwork.com slash merch. You can pick up some sweet teas. I am going to do one for Gutenberg here coming up soon. So if you liked that last show, our last episode, go check it out. Or even if you didn't like it, still check it out. Still <laughs> check it out. Hate wear it. <laughs> if you hate us, just, just wear our shirts. Show everyone your hate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But I think that's it for now. So are we ready? Let's go find out who our dad is in Act 2. Let's take a paternity oh, that's test. that's weird. Um, <laughs> it's fine. Yep. <laughs> All right. Act 2. Sophie is having a nightmare. Her three possible fathers are fighting over walking her down the aisle. And so she wakes up, still upset, in the song Under Attack. Oh. Donna, seeing her daughter upset, worries that she wants to cancel the wedding. Sophie is offended and promises that her future children won't ever have to worry about not knowing who their father is. All right. Rude. (laughs) Yeah. Sam tries to talk to Donna about Sophie, but she just won't listen in the song One of Us. And so it becomes pretty clear that Donna hates Sam. So they had had an affair back in the day, right? And he had left her for someone else. Uh Uh-oh. Oh! And so she never wanted to see him again. But it does seem like Sam, the reason why she hates him so much is because Sam's the one that she really loved back then. Like... She liked him the most, and obviously that was a big betrayal for her. Oops. And so they have this moment where they wish they could go back to the start in the song S.O.S. And let me tell you, if you watch the movie, Sam is played by Pierce Brosnan, and this man cannot sing. (laughs) No, he cannot. It is very jarring. (laughs) And he sings a song, and it's so bad. (laughs) I don't know why they picked him. I really don't. Like, come Um, on, man. (laughs) A name goes a long way, even if it's Yeah, it's it's all about the name. He doesn't sing a whole lot in the musical, but this is like the one big song and he just, like, you can tell he's trying and he's just not, not making it. Not ready for that. Harry asks Tanya what the father of the bride ought to do for the wedding. She explains that for her weddings, her father just paid for them. (laughs) Oh. She's like, for all of my weddings, my dad paid. (laughs) Yep. Afterwards, Pepper, a younger man, makes advances on Tanya, but she turns him away. And the song, Does Your Mother Know? She is not into the cougar life, apparently. Nobody she has boundaries. Sky finally finds out what Sophie did, you know, inviting the three dudes. He accuses her of only wanting the big wedding in order to find out who her father is and is hurt that she kept this from him. I would be pretty That's upset, fair. too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's very yeah. fair. Sam tries to give Sophie some fatherly advice, but it doesn't really help in the song Knowing Me, Knowing You. Harry goes to Donna and offers to pay for the wedding. They reminisce about their fling in the song Our Last Summer. Sophie arrives and Donna helps her get dressed for the wedding. She can't believe her daughter's a bride. The song is slipping through my fingers. She admits that her own mother disowned her when she was pregnant. The two reconcile and Sophie asks Donna to walk her down the aisle. There she goes. Yep. That's what it should have started she with. She finally yep. figured it out. <laughs> there you are. Uh, after making the, a mess, but the whatever. The more logical thing. They did yes. it. They did it. <laughs> I mean, granted, if they did that in the beginning, it would not be a show. We would not have a story mm-hmm. if everyone was sensible. Not a great <laughs> if we, story. If they did that... The story would end. (laughs) Sam tries to speak with Donna again, but she asks him to leave. He refuses, and they argue. 
Donna points out that he broke her heart and the two seem to still be in love with each other. Aw, the song winner takes it all. So Rosie is making final wedding preparations when Bill arrives. He is upset that he can't walk Sophie down the aisle and vows to be single forever. But then Rosie is uh, attracted to him and begs him to reconsider. And the song, (laughs) Take a Chance on Me. I do like this song, At least though. someone's uh, <laughs> having a happy ending here, right? <laughs> yeah. They're shooting their shot. <laughs> yep. <laughs> hey, weddings make people fall in love, I guess, right? So the wedding begins. Donna and Sophie walk down the aisle. But before the priest can continue, Donna shares the news to the crowd that Sophie's father is present. Da-da-da. But Sophie admits to, to the crowd and to Sophie that her father is present. But Sophie admits that she knows. She invited them. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, Whoops. surprise twist. <laughs> uh, doy. <laughs> and so they both agree that it doesn't actually matter who her father is. Uh, she loves all of them. And then the men are all just happy to be one third of a father for her. So cute little moment there, I guess. It is really, really Multiple sweet. child support. <laughs> <laughs> Except, you know, she's like way older. So doesn't actually. It's fine. Right. <laughs> back child back support. Back. <laughs> That'd be a lot of back child support though. <laughs> That's like 20 some odd years. Of but they'd only have to oops. pay a third. That's, That's I guess. So Harry, surprisingly enough, after a few hints throughout the show, announces that he is happily in a committed gay relationship. Ay-yo. Gay! But Sophie then calls a halt to the wedding. She realizes that she isn't ready to get married after all. Which, wait to the last after minute, why don't you? all of this, <laughs> everyone's already here. Yeah. Ugh. But then Sky agrees, which I guess is nice of him. I guess. And so they, you know, hold off. And Sam seizes a chance and proposes to Donna. He reveals that after he left the last time, he had called off his wedding and come back for Donna, only to find that she was then with Bill. Oops. And so he ended up going back to the other girl, they got married, and then they recently divorced. Oops. So he just kind of like hopscotched back and forth for a while, it's fine. But of course Donna still loves him, and so she accepts, and the two marry in the song, I do, I do, I do, I do, I do. Do you think they do? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Afterwards, Sophie and Skye depart on their travels anyway in the song I Have a Dream. And with final bows to the audience, the ensemble performs a reprise of Mamma Mia, Dancing Queen, and Waterloo. They are donned in brightly colored Eva-inspired costumes, and they invite the audience to dance, clap, and sing along. And that's the end of the show. Wow. Wow. That's the end. Oh my god. We made it. We did it. Yeah, so what do we think about this show as a whole? A lot of weird, dumb stuff happening at the end, but overall, <laughs> I thought it was okay. It's a musical. Yeah. But it was like wow. extra dumb stuff where like three different things just kind of happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, there were like, here's a bunch of like plot points and they're like, oh no, the show is ending. <laughs> yeah, Better resolve all of them. Let me just uh, fix this up real quick and... Uh... <laughs> At least we got some happy endings. You know, maybe the pair didn't get, the pair that we were expecting to get married didn't get married, but, you know, that's okay. They're figuring out what works for them. That is true. I mean, yeah, at least they kind of figured it out before, I mean, well, it's really like last minute, whatever, but I guess they at least are willing to talk about it and figure stuff out. Yeah. It's like a sweeter soap opera, but nobody dies or comes back to life. Yeah. Like the American soap operas. Mm-hmm. No twin brothers out of nowhere. Yeah. True. Just a bunch of dads who are trying to be dads. Hey, man, they're trying. didn't know they were until three Somewhat. minutes before wedding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wild. 
Because, yeah, so that is the one thing that we don't quite get wrapped up by the end. Uh, we actually haven't found out who Sophie's father really is. And that's okay. I mean, you know, we don't have to know all the information, right? Right. And that's kind of the point of the show is they all agree to, you know, be part of her life. And they're, you know, they're all part of it. You know, three dads are better than one. But playwright Katherine Johnson has revealed that Bill is Sophie's father. Bill! Yep. Boo. <laughs> I don't really. I don't really care. Boo. <laughs> yeah, I guess I just uh, always assumed that it was Sam. Yeah. Yeah, obviously it could have been any of them. So, <laughs> interesting. Yep. So we got a little uh, canon answer to it, yeah. but it just wasn't in the show. So take that as you will. If you don't vibe with that answer, you know, believe whatever you want to believe, uh, whatever. Then screw her decision. <laughs> it's not like the playwright yeah. knows what she's talking about, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> she left it up to us. It's like those Twitter screenshots where somebody's like, oh, you don't understand. No, I literally wrote it. <laughs> you yeah, idiot. idiot. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if she says so, then she says so. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you, you can not vibe with it all you want to, but that's, that's canon, though. Yep. It's gotta be. So, yeah. It is. Because she said so. But, yeah, it's it's a good show. You know, it's really catchy music. Again, you won't get the full story from just listening to the musical, because that's kind of how jukebox musicals work. But it is really catchy, and you'll probably hear... You probably already heard all of these songs at one point or another, mm -hmm. whether through just because it's by ABBA or because, you know, this popped up on your Broadway recommended list. You know, it's it's just one of those shows that's been around for a hot minute and everyone kind of knows what it is, even people that don't watch musicals. So, I mean, some of these songs are just played on radio. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's like, it's just ABBA, you know? Yeah, I'm sure some songs have been covered by other artists. I'm sure that, you know, there's been like these songs and other movies and TV shows and stuff. So these are just very well-known songs, I think. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're they're out there. Yeah, and they're just, I don't know. I enjoy them. And that's that. I don't know. I wasn't going anywhere with that thought. Okay. I just like them. Okay. <laughs> well, hey, it, it wasn't like some tragedy like we usually kind of cover. Yeah. That Her is murder. true. Nobody, nobody died. Nobody died. Holy crap. <laughs> this is actually, yeah, this is one of the few shows that's generally happy all the it's way pretty through. Wholesome. There's like some confusion and... And, uh, Some you know, drama. finding oneself. Yeah. But overall, it's happy. Like, the three dudes aren't, like, fighting to be her dad. They're like, yeah, you know, let's just all be her dad. Sure. Yeah. There's no evil dad. Yeah. That's true. There's no secret evil dad coming through. Evil step mom. And, and mama appropriate. Yep. So I would hope so. It's oh, got yeah. her name in it. <laughs> mama me. <laughs> it's made for her. But yeah, anyone have any final thoughts about this one? My, my. How could I forget this? <laughs> forget this show. <laughs> I am the dancing queen. Young and sweet. Not 17. Amber has spoken. She's the dancing queen. <laughs> <laughs> I have decreed from my dancer's crown. That is her. Well, yeah. So uh, that is it for this episode. Matt, what you got to tell them? Be sure to like and subscribe to us wherever we are listening to podcasts. Uh, make sure that you get all of our episodes as soon as possible. And it's just heckin' nice, and we like it. Heckin' nice Holy crap, yeah. <laughs> you know what's also heckin' nice? Leaving us a five-star review on Apple. It helps boost us up in the numbers. Super heckin' nice. <laughs> of course, the best way to help us 
is through word of mouth. So please tell your friends, your family, your coworkers, any strange, estranged dads you might have out there. Yeah. You know, hit them up. Tell them about this, you know, show that we got going on. It might be a little weird, but whatever. Now you got something to talk about. Hey, they might like it. We got dad jokes. We got dad jokes. Too many sometimes, but it's fine. But yeah, it's just the best way to help us. It helps us grow and get us to a wider community. So thanks. Heck yeah. You can also be heckin' cool and reach out to us. The best way to do that is to email us at savemeanowseat at gmail.com. Or you can find us all over the internet. We are on Twitter at SaveMeanowseat. We are on Facebook at SaveMeanowseat. We are on Instagram at SaveMeanowseat. And we're on YouTube under the Ragtag Network. Oh! And if you check out our Instagram, we've had some fun these last uh, couple weeks. Got some animal videos up there. We got some mat videos up there. We're having a good time. Come check us out. I didn't make them. Amber's had a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, go check us out. You know, we, we do a fun there and we it's a little background into what we're doing on a day to day. So pretty cool there. Of course, if you want more of us in your lives, which why wouldn't you? We're pretty great. You can go to our website at www.ragtagnetwork.com. It's where you can find other shows by us that we are a part of or, you know, in relation to. We have Bag of Bones, which is by The Mama. And we also have Total Tom Foolery, which is a D&D podcast. And other shows that might be coming up in the future, which I am working hard to get more shows out to you guys. So keep an eye out for that. I believe that's all we have for you guys this week. So thanks for listening to this episode of Save Me Now See. We'll catch you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Well, goodbye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Save Me an Isle Seat. If you'd like to support us, you can check out our Ko-Fi at www.ko-fi.com slash ragtagnetwork. For more episodes and shows like this, go to our website at www.ragtagnetwork.com. This show is brought to you by the Ragtag Network.